and welcome to week 11 of the Bet MLS podcast with Dero and Oso. Ben, we both posted winning weeks last weekend. We were uh, pretty close to a huge weekend, but we'll, 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 both take, uh, we'll both take some W's. We both hit uh, Vancouver and FC Dallas, called that one perfectly. Seattle had next to nothing. Yeah, I mean, look, I think, look, last week was fun. It could have been funner. I'm cur- you can't see it, but I'm currently wearing an RSL jersey. Could have yep. used the goal out of you guys. Not that that was <sighs> ever looking like that was going to happen. Could have used probably another one from Nashville. Um, and then, yeah, look, Philly took a lead twice. Yep. And it uh. could have been could have been a could have been a really big week. Um, but just like two years ago, uh, they gave the lead up every single time they took it. But it was a great game. We still made you know we still did decent on it. Yep. And uh, and even Montreal, like they they could have beaten. Uh, the, the line was off. The line was off. That that's all I'm gonna say. So uh, so we'll we'll uh, we'll move on there. But I did like my money in at plus three eighty, and we we both hit our goal scores. So we'll we'll take that. We'll take uh, we'll take nearly plus two units on the season, plus thirteen units overall. Ben, we are into Open Cup season. It was a busy week of Open Cup action. Every MLS team was playing in Open Cup this this week, and um, it definitely adds a little wrinkle to things, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, look. We don't know how, you know, teams haven't been really been playing midweek at all this year. So it's not like last year when we knew kind of how coaches were thinking about midweek right. and how much they look like to rotate their lineups. We don't really have much information. Literally, we've only had one um, midweek MLS game. We've had <laughs> uh, this is the second this is the second week, second time we've had Open Cup. Um, I feel like they didn't really care. Like they, yeah. they started the and first. Those team, were kind of did it again. all against lower level. Like this is yeah. the first time we've seen MLS versus MLS. Yeah, and I think you know, I, I think every coach did it a little bit differently. We're going to talk about it for each one of our picks. Um, and I'm not sure I really factored it in that much. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, I definitely did. Um, I, I I took a lot into it. Now, some of them like it, it did take a little bit of research because you got to look because a lot of teams are in the exact same position where it's like, well, if they yeah, both, exactly. well, also, you know, you know, the, on t- the Tuesday games, I would say that doesn't have really any no. effect on anything. No, nope. so I wouldn't really read into anything from Tuesday, the Wednesday games. Look, that's only, that could be, you know, only two days full rest, but that's really, it's not like, it's not, it's not Thursday to Saturday. It's not, I don't know. It's just the Wednesday games. I would, maybe put a little bit more precedence on than the Tuesday games. Well, Ben, how about a Thursday game? Because that is a perfect transition into my lock of the week. There was a Thursday Open Cup game today. It ended only a few <laughs> minutes ago since we were recording when a uh, monsoon in, in Minnesota. They need some tips from the FC Dallas field guys on how to uh, make a field that actually drains because they got rained <laughs> out last night. And so Minnesota and Colorado – Playing the same ske- uh, the same lineups, by the way, that they had to play last night. They only got through about 15 minutes, so they played about 75 minutes today this afternoon in Minnesota. And who is headed to Colorado this weekend? But LAFC on Saturday afternoon. 48 hours difference between uh, between the game today and that game on Saturday. It's going to be a national game on Univision for for uh, for LAFC at, at Colorado and LAFC plus 170 is going to be my lock of the week. I don't typically go this high and I don't typically uh, now betting against uh, an away team betting against Colorado at home is one of the MLS suicidal bets. I would say Colorado's lost one game at home in the last uh, two years, um, or I guess we could say year and a half considering the 2020 season was kind of a wash. Um, yeah. But all of the intangibles here, which we like to talk about with these bets, 
favor LAFC. Um, you know, the, uh, Colorado has played, I think I counted five starters. They played an open cup today. And then there was like three more players on the bench. You mentioned LFC played Tuesday night. So they didn't even play Wednesday. They played Tuesday at home. They were home the previous Sunday. They played kind of a mixed squad as well, but I, I don't even take that into account at all. Um, I think they are going to Colorado. They're going to be the more rested team, the fresher team. And look, they are the better team. They're a better team than Colorado. So at plus 170, and if, if now this is a heat check for me, uh, if you want to play the double chance at minus 115, I really like that bet as well. But I'm up 13 units on the year. I'm 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 Luca with a step back from about 35 feet uh, for this one, and I'm gonna wow. go bringing right now. Bringing Luca into it. We'll see if the Mavericks are uh, are even alive tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm going that. LAFC plus 170. That is my money line uh, lock of the week. Now I'm gonna get into. I'm 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 very interested to hear your reasoning behind your lock of the week because you are betting against the historically <laughs> best road team of all time. <laughs> well, look, every streak has to come to an end. It Everyone does. knows. It that. Does. Look, no, the Rebels are not going to win this week. Are we kidding? <laughs> okay. We got especially because, especially because, look, we know the reason that they've been winning on the road is because their style fits perfectly for what, you know, when they go on the road and they have to go up against home teams that, you know, home team is, you know, asked to push the game. Yep. And they fit perfectly for going against the push. Mm-hmm. But guess what? They're playing Philly this week. Philly <laughs> is not that team. We all no, know true. that they play very similar styles. They're not going to be, you know, Philly is not going to be the team that's going to want to push too many numbers forward, uh, you know, in possession. Because they're not a possession team. Everyone knows they're not a possession team. It's going to be a very frenetic pace. We all, we know Philly Red Bulls games. I was at the playoff game mm-hmm. last year. That was not a great game, but it was a little frenetic. The great goal by Glessness. Um, I, I just don't, it can't continue. This cannot <laughs> continue. And I'm going to bet against it because Philly is Philly just coming off of a big road point against the best team mm-hmm. in MLS. Uh, I think they're, they're, they're on, they haven't won in three. So they're going to be smarting a little bit. They have a, obviously they're coming off an open cup loss, which they played mostly kids yeah. um, or not kids, just backups. Um, and I think the plus plus one thirty five. Rebels, I'm sorry, the Rebels are not a top, a top three, four team. I don't, I'm just, I can't, I'm not buying into and it. And Philly is. Philly is, they are not. I and mean, I'm getting plus 135 at home. I can't, like, like I just can't anymore. <laughs> I like it. I will say. And I'm a Rebel Rebels... fan, but like, I just don't, I can't buy into <laughs> hey, it. Hey, I've bet against FC Dallas. Look, I know, I know better than anyone when FC Dallas is about to lose. So I get it. Red Bulls are seven and oh on the road, 13 goals for three goals against. That's, that's pretty damn impressive. If, if it ends this weekend, We'll give them. Uh, we'll give them some claps because that is that. And look, that is that's going to get them potentially in the playoffs. Like if we look, that's the kind of thing where if you get twenty-one points on the road for a season, you're happy. So like it, it, for most teams, if you get twenty-one points on the well, road for a season, what, you're what, pretty happy. Two of those, one of those is Open Cup, or is it? No, no, no. That's that's all. That's all MLS seven and zero. So it, it it's pretty impressive. But uh, but yeah. So or maybe I counted wrong. Whatever they have, you counted wrong, but it's all good. They're, they're, they've got a lot of points, so uh, so we'll we'll see how that one goes. Yeah, uh, five going, and oh, five and oh, five, five and oh, and MLS two of okay, them. I, what did I? Okay, two and open cup. All right, fair <laughs> enough. But hey, it's still it's still impressive. Uh, fifteen, even fifteen road points for yeah, a season. Fifteen road points. We're looking for a point per game, so two more points in there. They're good for the season. Pretty close. Well, I'm going to move on now to my dog for the week. I was, I was pretty close last week. 
This week, I am going to a team that uh, did really well in Open Cup in midweek, the New England Revolution. They throttled FC Cincinnati 5-1. to one. Um, It looks like they're starting to – I know they had the weird – they gave up the 90th-minute goal uh, to Columbus last weekend, which screwed us over. Um, I, was on, I was on the Revolution, but – screwed me over. But, uh, but this weekend, they're going to Atlanta, and this is another one where I look at the Open Cup um, intangibles – and I see a lot that I like here for the Revolution. One, plus 265. The Revolution are, but with Matt Turner, they're a better team than, than Atlanta, um, especially Atlanta United without Miles Robinson now uh, as well. So he, obviously he's out for the season. Guzan's out for the season. Then um, this is a, a Revolution team that Adam Books is scoring for fun right now. He scored in like five straight games. Carlos Hill had a hat trick midweek. They only, he and Buxa only played an hour. It's not like they had to, and it was Tuesday night. I don't, and this game is on Sunday. I don't factor in any fatigue at all for them. Whereas Atlanta played 120 minutes last night in Nashville. They had a lot of starters in the game uh, for a lot of the game. Araujo played 120 minutes. Cisnero played about 90. Rosetto played about 100 minutes. Um, and that was a very depressing loss for them, dropping that uh, 2-0 lead. I think there's a lot of reason to think that the Red or the Revolution are just about to start hitting the gas. Uh, and plus 265. ATL, they crushed Chicago last week, but Chicago is probably one of the two or three worst teams in the league. They lost, they didn't win any of their four previous games against Charlotte, Cincinnati, Miami, Montreal. Give me the revolution. I'm a full unit on the money line. No, uh, no half unit, full unit money line plus 265. I think this should be much closer to plus 180, plus 170. I think this line is way off here. Uh, so give me the reps. And you are on. This yeah, weekend? one correction. New England played Wednesday night, not oh, Tuesday night. Oh, well, okay. But they're playing Sunday, so again, I don't think that's really a factor. Nope, nope. Um, you're going to another team, though, that didn't play in Open Cup uh, for yeah, very different so reasons. Because they're Canadian. We're going to Canada, friends, in, friends in the north. Um, Montreal, obviously, on a heater right now. Yeah. So yeah. conventional wisdom is, this is MLS, <laughs> yep. and it's going to go bad. But we're not going to do that <laughs> this week. We're going to say it's going to continue. We know what their their recent record is. It's crazy. They're what they're unbeaten in seven, five of those being wins, uh, including four one uh, at yeah. home against Orlando. They're going on the road. They're going to Charlotte. Yep. We've been saying, look, you got a little bit unlucky last week betting against Charlotte. We're gonna hit it now. It's gonna be yeah. this week where it's happening. I like it. Montreal plus two ten, decent number. Look, they're we're going by since April first. We're going looking at their expected goals. Basically, since you know the end of the TCL and all that, they are a top four team. Yeah, yeah, they're I mean, a good team. Obviously, you know you can look at the record and say that too. Obviously, but if you want to, it's not it's not a fluke. It's a little bit of a fluke if you want to look at the actual goal difference versus expected goal difference. A tiny bit, but not much. Unbeaten in seven, underlying numbers and matching it against a Charlotte team that look I think is still not a very good team. They're, really. they're obviously you know it's been a little bit better recently. But I think this look has to run out a little bit. What, they have four straight home wins. I don't see that going. But here's what I'm, I'm not going to do. The not going to. I'm going to just going to put a whole unit on yep. on to win. It's only plus 210. If it was plus 250, maybe I think the double chance. But if it's only plus 210, plus 200, somewhere in that range, I'm just going to put the full unit on them to win. And we're going to keep it rolling, Montreal. I like it. And still, Charlotte hasn't topped. They had 1.2 XG last week. That's their best XG total in like six weeks. Um, Montreal scores goals. Montreal scores goals. And you want to take a road team that scores goals. So I like, I like that one. Um, another team that scores goals, NYCFC. 
They have got Columbus coming to Yankee Stadium this weekend. The over 2.5 is set at minus 125. And I don't understand this total at all. I'm taking the over two and a half, uh, a little bit juiced up, but it's minus, uh, it's minus 125. So obviously they've played it at multiple stadiums this year, but the New York City has played six home games this year. They've been shut out twice and they've scored at least three goals in the other four games. So they got shut out last week. I like the odds for them at Yankee Stadium to put uh, a lot of goals on the board. And Columbus is obviously a very decent offensive team as well. These are two of the top four teams in the league in non-penalty XG created this year uh, at Yankee Stadium. And the over, it, this should be like over three minus 125, not over two and a half, um, because I do see this as maybe a 2-1 game, a 3-0 game, uh, maybe even a 3-1 game. Um, so I, you know, I, I don't think there's a lot of explanation needed here. <laughs> New York City home game over 2.5. I think that was the outlier last week. Um, I mean, and we're going to go. They're uh, averaging almost three expected goals per game in the last six. Ridiculous. Games. Then they're number one in the league by a wide I margin. Mean, their expected goal difference the last five games is 11. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it, it's once the first goal goes, the, the, their hardest thing is scoring that first goal. Once the yeah. first goal goes in and the other team has to kind of come out of their shell, it's, it's, it's over. Did we ever so, get, here's my question. Obviously, they started Eber uh yep. for that game there was ever any, any i didn't see anything about why tati didn't start i don't know either yeah I, I i i couldn't figure that one out either and ever started midweek too so um in their in their champions league game so yeah maybe I don't it's know. something to do with the transfer but that seems unlikely considering the timeline but yeah i would just keep a, i would just keep a lookout for that keep an eye on that even even still um even columbus on that small field with with zeller ion some they that all those free kicks uh etc I like uh, I, I this number just seems. He's really done that before there. there, if I'm remembering yep, correctly. Yep, he has. I think he had two in one game there. Yeah, it was, so. yeah, it was two in like. Oh, I think I want money on that list. I think that was one of the things. All right, well, let's win money on it again this week. Uh, you are going to Miami this week for you're uh, you're looking for an over as well. Look, I mean, I'm I'm playing the numbers game with these. You can tell my pattern here the last few weeks. Um, it's you know the over two and a half is minus one fifteen. Uh, I haven't, it hasn't always been great to me, uh, but I think I'm going, I like, I like, the, I like this trend of just trying to find the over two and a half at a right number minus yeah. 115. We know what these teams are. Neither of them are very good. And they have been both, you know, bottom 10 defenses, let's call them yep. uh, through the course of the season and including the last month or month and a half. Uh, I just think, you know, one of these, this is a two, one games, three, one game. Uh, I don't, I, one of these teams, we cannot, I, I don't think there's enough here to say that, that there's enough firepower on both sides yeah. to take advantage of these defense, especially outside the Miami side. You know, we, we know Campania had a, had a good run recently. We know, we also know what Phil Neville said midweek after they scored five <laughs> goals with mostly backups, but, and apparently they didn't play well. No, they didn't. I, I guess if you look at some of the stats, I think. First half can, they didn't. Once they got in, once they, they got Iguain out, they started playing better. Well, Iguan started and they scored yeah. five goals. Just throwing yeah. it. Well, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Maybe it lights a fire under them and they scored three goals uh, this week. We're going over two and a half, minus 115. Uh, but, yeah, I, these aren't these aren't like terrible offenses and terrible defenses. These are like slightly below average offenses and bad defenses. Yeah, it has, to me, it has two unwritten all over it, um, one way or the other. And if you look at uh, D.C. United on the road, uh, their last two games went over two and a half. And I think inter Miami's yeah. last like four home games have well, gone over two and a half. So Miami, um, Miami, the games have not been that high scoring recently. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of road on games. the road. Looking yeah, at, on looking the road. at home, 
these have all gone over the last three, four games. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I like it. I like it. That, 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 that has the feel of an over. Um, so one more team that was involved in, uh, in, in CCL midweek uh, or CCL in open cup midweek that uh, that's played today, Minnesota United, they have to go to Seattle. Now this game is on Sunday, so they get an extra day versus Colorado, but uh, they're going to the Sounders uh, this Sunday. And my goal score, I'm taking Raul Ruiz Diaz. Um, I think that it is time for uh, Seattle. They're going to, they're going to, uh, the hangover for all of their starters, surely they're ready to play on Sunday. They have basically sat for the last week and a half. Um, Schmetz gave them a break, a well-deserved break. But C- Seattle has, and by the way, even though it's minus 135, it's a little juicy. I do like Seattle at home. I money line. I feel like they've got to hit the gas here. Like they're, they're starting to dig themselves a hole a little bit. And no one thinks Seattle isn't going to make the playoffs, but they are, they need, they, this is the type of game. They really do need to win uh, early in the season to not have to, you know, kind of have to have an incredible record in the second half of the year. Um, so I'm taking Raul Ruiz Diaz. Surely he's going to be back in the starting lineup this weekend. He's plus 125. That's a nice enough number for me. Not an amazing goal scoring number, but Raul Ruiz Diaz, we've, we've talked about him in the past where he was, I've seen him at home, minus 115, minus 125. So if I'm getting him uh, at plus 125, I'm going to take that for uh, for my quarter unit uh, goal score this week. And uh, Ben, why don't you round us off? Yeah, I mean, I think Seattle. I just saw it go up to 150 on on Oof. one of these books. Um, so grab it, grab it as soon as you listen to <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. Um, I think that's easy money this week. Seattle not losing, not giving up, not dropping any more points at home for the foreseeable future. They have to step on the gas now. They yep. know it. You know, it's MLS, so you don't have to step on the gas too hard, but a little bit with the pile, a little bit of pressure. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna go to you know one of the tied for the golden boot leaders. Yep. Getting no respect. I bet the over no on this respect. game, by the way. I already bet the what? over on this. I already bet, bet the, the over. over? Yeah. Yep. Well, because look, there's just no respect for you know for the offense of this team, which is fair because they're performing as one of the worst teams. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Simenez is you know tied for the golden boot lead. If you go to one of these books and you look at his his plus one eighty five. Who's plus 200? Io Akinola. Yeah, that doesn't make like, any what, sense. I don't, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> um, but that's but that's what we're doing. So I'm plus 185. Orlando's been in one of the worst defenses in the league all year. And obviously, Antonio Carlos is out. They've been trying to deal with that. You know, Thomas Williams has come in. Uh, they've tried Schlegel. They've tried, they've tried three-man back lines, two-man. But none of it seems to be working. Uh, and I think Toronto's, you know, in prime position to take advantage of a team that, you know, they had a they had a pretty lucky run of form uh, recently, I would say, and they've given up at least three goals. They've given up three goals and four goals in the last two of the last three games. Yeah, but the only time they gave up one goal is because they were playing Charlotte. <laughs> so I just think this is a team primed to give up another huge amount of goals. Yeah, and yeah. So Jesus Jimenez, yeah, like I said, I like the over in this one. Um, Toronto's XG against is just yeah stunning. no I mean it's, it's like five be, goals there could be a lot of goals in this one I think there's going to be a lot of goals in this game I, I like even like a both teams to score over two and a half seems nice uh, and hopefully Jimenez will find the back of the net and we will well, make it well so I just want to point out so we were talking about NYC FC's expected goal difference the last month and a half Toronto's uh, since April 1st, they played seven games, not five, like NYCFC. Would you want to guess what their expected goal difference is? It's got to be like minus 15 or 18 or something like that. Not, it's minus 10, it's minus 9.6. Okay, well, they're minus 24 for the year, so well, so stunningly, RSL's bad. again, since April 1st, RSL is minus 6.5, 
and then there's no other team that's minus 3.76 or higher. God. So, or I Toronto's should say by far the worst team. Their 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 goal difference isn't minus 24. They their xG allowed is 25, which is just stunning for 11 games. Uh, terrible. Um, so yeah, hopefully we see some goals there. Hopefully we can make it another winning weekend. We're on what a eight 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 week streak. So uh, it's not stopping. Yeah, mostly thanks to you, but yeah. No, no. A couple weeks ago, <laughs> you were you were bossing it a couple weeks ago. So, I mean, we both won last week. So uh, yes, yeah, yes. hopefully, hopefully we win again. And uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening and we'll catch you next time on Bet MLS.